All right, what is up, guys? Welcome back to episode 12 of the Everything Prem Pod. Um, we've got a special for you today, Chelsea v. Spurs. We're in addition to uh, my co-host Nick Hegarty. We're also joined by Mike and Jimmy Gown. Um, What's up? Great to have you guys on the pod. What's up, guys? Definitely the first time we've recorded this. Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Guys, Jimmy Gowan, um, you know, leading the charge for enough to break the ice. Everybody got to check out the blog. Um, obviously, Mike Gowan, just uh, the second best brother over there. Uh, actually, no, maybe third after Cups too. So um, people are talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this episode is going to be 100% just a lot about Chelsea as well as Tottenham. Mike is a Chelsea fan. Jimmy is a Tottenham fan. So they got a household Chelsea v. Tottenham similar to us. So we're going to get right into the game. I mean, I want to start off with Owen. I mean, I mean, tell me what happened with that game, man. You know, the whole Tottenham versus Chelsea game. Like, I, I'd love to know your analysis of the game. I prefer not to speak. I prefer not to speak. There's an absolute horrendous agenda against Chelsea with uh, Anthony Taylor. Um, two of the worst decisions I've ever seen in my life. Um, but, you know, I think we, we came out of the game with a ton of positives. You know, I've never seen us dominate Tottenham like that before. Like, I've never seen them play that bad against us. Um, our team was like probably moving at the highest efficiency I've ever seen it. Every pass hitting it, hitting its player. I thought Kukurea was fantastic. Um, and I mm-hmm. thought our team also didn't even hit the the fifth or sixth gear with attacking wise with people like Havertz or someone else getting on the score sheet. So, yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, like, we get destroyed every time we play Chelsea, so that's not true with us, like, being absolutely destroyed for the first time. Um, But I thought it was great officiating, you know, like, through and through. (laughs) 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 Um, Tottenham, just a class team, right? Zero cards the entire game. Like, they showed why they step onto the field. They're... They're not causing any trouble. They're there just to play some ball. Wait one sec, Jim. Your mic is like, I think you yeah, might, I think be, you might be too close. You're to breathing. It. You're breathing into it. Oh, <laughs> I'm breathing. All right, give me a sec. <laughs> Yo, stop breathing. <laughs> breathing into the mic. It's like an Xbox 360 party. No, but it was one of those. <laughs> no, it's like we get destroyed every time. But, man, I am so happy right now. I'm so happy. I thought we were going to destroy Chelsea, honestly, with how we were playing. Um, but I remember the chance. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Everywhere they go. In the 24th minute, they're singing those chants. And then they get spieliefed at the end of the game by Harry Classe, baby. Dude, that, that isn't a spliff, bro. Bang! No, it is oh not, bro. That was a chips-ass header after, like, Romero should have been sent off. Like, to be proud of that and to say that we got spliffed is just... That shows the levels between, like, Chelsea expectations and, like, Spurs expectations. I heard that. 
that I don't know if you heard this, but I heard that Tuchel was twerking with Sterling in the locker room after the game, <laughs> dude. I don't know if that's true, but um, you know, I did hear some reports on that. No, I mean, dude, Tuchel does not want any smoke with Conte. Let's bring in some of the brothers here too, Mike. Let me hear your verdict on the game. How you think things went? Tuchel, uh, Tuchel's the one that started the smoke with Conte. He yeah, didn't look facts. himself in the face. Facts. Conte's a little weasel. Tried to get out of it. Beta when I male. see aggressivity, I respond with aggressivity. Is that Ronaldo? I think <laughs> no, that was Conte. No, Conte. <laughs> I think they're both soft, and I think it was. It's just obviously the tension was nice, and you love to see two London clubs go after it like that. But I don't know. I just everything that Tuchel running down the sideline, and ah, it just it was just kind of cringing, making me cringe. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The the run, the run, like in the eight, like maybe in the ninetieth minute, I can see the run. But like, dude, you 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 can't like risk a tie when you do the run. Like, you just look like an idiot. So I agree. It was pretty cringy. Like, considering we didn't get the win. Um, yeah, and yeah. and I I would say uh, Tottenham. I think should have lost four one. I think it was a, a really uh, it was great to escape with a tie. But I just everything that like Loftus Cheek and the stuff they were doing down the right side with Reese James, it was just it. Honestly, I was I was I found myself critiquing and like not cheering on, but complimenting the Chelsea players more than the Spurs players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea played unreal like um I mean, just in general, like, especially, I thought Conte made amazing changes. Like, I think that that kind of flies under the radar, bringing on Richarlison, Basuma. Like, I think it did change the game a lot, just being a lot more attackive. But, like, he switched from a five-back to a four-back. And, dude, that goal from Reese James, first of all, people, like, of course, just praising Reese James. I think he's a baller. <laughs> but Mance hit the ball straight <laughs> straight down the middle. Like, Lloris dodged out of the way of it. Um, but, like, Ben Davis, <laughs> any chance I can get to absolutely <laughs> roast this man, he, he thought he was still playing a five back. So he was in, like, the center of the field when he was – he should have been, like, an outside left back. So he just left him free. We played terrible, um, and it was one of those things where I am so happy to walk away with a point because it's without, a, like, a doubt, two points dropped for Chelsea because that game, um, you know, you can talk about how well they played, but they couldn't finish. I mean, what, Sterling missed a sitter. Havertz missed an absolute sitter. I don't think a Chelsea, um, like, outfield player besides a defender has scored a goal this season yet. That could be a false stat. I'm not worried about Kai. I think he's yeah. getting his chances, and he is our number nine for the season. Broha's probably going to go out on loan. But up until the 85th minute, I was really set on Chelsea are going to challenge for the title. But now, unfortunately, it's going to be another hamstring injury-ridden season for Chelsea. With Angola yeah, Conte. I forgot about that. That is not good. Yeah. Yeah, and he never goes down. So when that man's went down, I was like, dude, this dude is like hurt. You, you see the trainer walk over too. The trainer didn't even fucking look at him and was like waving to the bench. He's yeah, like, yeah, this, dude, so. this dude's done. Like, yeah, um, that was unfortunate. What about um, what I what I'm curious about is uh, what about Romero? Um, you know, stealing yeah. Kukurea's weave, dude. He, he took the weave. <laughs> 
I, I, yeah. yeah. Anthony Taylor's got it out for us. Romero, Romero deserves a straight red for that. That has to be a red card. (laughs) Like, I don't know how VAR looked at that and just decided, like, you know what? Nah, like, that's fine. Um, It's so stupid. I'm going to play... I'm going to play devil's advocate for two seconds. Who in the Premier League has hair that isn't tied back perfectly in a bun? Exactly. No, David, he's, he's asking for it. David Luiz has set a precedent over like years and has never had his hair pulled. True. Yeah, David like, Luiz is also historical data backs it up. You're right. And he was a Chelsea guy too. I've got a hot take. Owen, you might um, agree. What's the what's the current status with um, Eva Carnero, old Chelsea trainer, and Anthony Taylor? Yeah, maybe facts. Secret, secretly being married. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it out. She's got it out for Chelsea. Anthony Taylor's got it out for Chelsea. They're, Mourinho's they're, never they're been the same since that. I think that was like the the beginning of the downfall. Oh yeah, but he's coming back this year. Mourinho's he's actually back. got. He's building something big in Rome. Yeah, Dybala. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Did you see if there was more people like for like the Dybala unveiling than like both like the Trump and Biden inaugurations? <laughs> <laughs> really? That was insane. Yeah. There's like a picture of like the Trump inauguration, the Biden inauguration, and then it's like Dembele anna- or um, Dybala announcement. And it's like <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> Um, yeah. Jim and Jim and Nick, I know we love to praise Reese James, and I'm I blow the biggest smoke up his ass. But are we worried about Son? He looked horrible. Yeah, he had a bad game for sure. I mean, yeah. even like fantasy wise, like I took Son out of my team because Mans is like 13 mil. He's an absolute bag. So I brought in Kulu. Who Kulu? Kulu is one of the best, uh, take everything out, one of the best attacking midfielders in the Prem right now. And that's not even, like, a hot take. That dude has everything, bro. Like, he has not one weakness. He was he probably the, mid? like, attacking midfielder. Like, as in, like, not, like, a central attacking midfielder. Like, winger. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, my bad. Yeah, um, I was looking at uh, the heat map from the game, and he was playing right back. <laughs> yeah okay dude yeah i was also looking at coot romero wearing fucking cucarea's wig the other day <laughs> no i am like not concerned with sunny he's so nasty he'll be fine um he's never and i don't think anyone ever expected him to repeat what he did last year right like with all the goals winning golden boot who knows he could do it um but like i'm not concerned with son whatsoever he's a baller but he did play fucking terrible. But also, like, Harry Kane played really badly to that game. He obviously yeah. finished the last goal, so no one talks about how he played before that. But, no, I'm not necessarily worried about Sonny. Um, I don't really think Reese James did anything that crazy to mark him either. I just thought Son had a terrible game. But Reese James is a baller. See, yeah. I, I have a little bit of a different take. Um, I don't think Son is going to play a full 90 minutes for a little while. I think Richarlison needs to come off the bench, if not start the next game, and kind of make it feel like Son shouldn't be too comfortable in his position. Because now that we have a decent midfield and kind of we're holding the ball a little bit more, not against Chelsea, but going forward, that we can't have Son 
in that position kind of he's his his style is counterattack and if we're if we're not counterattacking like he will have games like that where it's just really hard for him to get involved mm-hmm. no, that's a good point honestly I mean, how do you guys feel with Chelsea like heading into the next games? I mean, Mike made an absurd comment a minute ago talking about title contenders. Like, whoa. <laughs> I think it's um, gonna it's gonna all depend on how Connor Gallagher steps up next game. I think he's gonna start oh, right away. Oh my god, dude. That guy he was, has to start. That guy was cleaning the cleats on the sideline, man. <laughs> Crystal <laughs> Palace player of the season last year. Crystal Palace, yeah, dude. What do you get for that? That's a Mickey Mouse trophy, man. The Crystal. Yeah, you guys are you guys are used to it. Hey, we've That's already a Crystal Palace that just tied Liverpool. That's an Audi Cup trophy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Literally, the Audi. Hey, don't hate on the Audi Cup. <laughs> yeah, Audi boys over here, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think. I well, I think like looking at Liverpool, like I think that we're close. We're very close to them. I, like, I think especially, I don't think our transfer window is done by any means. Like, I think we're very close to getting Fofana. We're, we actually, um, so like, maybe an hour ago, it came out that we submitted a bid for a Bumyang of $27 million, which I don't think Man. he's the guy to answer our prayers, but, like, he also is, like, a proven goal scorer. And, like, he scored goal. He scored, like, I think he got a golden boot, I think. Didn't he get the golden boot? Yeah, with Tide with, shared that one, yeah. Yeah, he shared the one. And that was like for Bonnie fucking has. Arsenal. Like like a bad Arsenal team. Like um so it's not the end of the world, but I I I don't I don't think we can comp- compete with City. Like Erling Holland being added to that team is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. City looks so good. I mean what they we can we can switch it up a little bit. Um like, you know, I know that they've looked great. What did they win? What, 2 0 last game? I forget no, who they played to. 4 4 0? Yeah, 4 0. Against two. Uh, Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, they're just so good. I mean, the other thing, too, is like, so the, we can we can talk about United in a second, right? But like, I remember when we were talking transfer window, there were so many people who were like, United need to make all these transfers in, and now it's evident that they do. But one of the things I was saying is it's like most players take about two years to like really get into a team, especially someone like Pep, like as a manager, to learn that system and everything. It takes a little bit of time. So basically what I'm alluding to is it's like with United, a lot of people are like, they need more transfers, but they brought in people like Jaden Sancho, right? Who haven't hit the ground running. And that's like city still dude. Like they got fo or like Foden obviously had a great season last year, but like, he's still like at a, a, a rate where he hasn't reached his prime yet. You got Grealish who didn't have the best season last season, who like obviously, you know, is such a good player. Like I feel like everybody talks about De Bruyne and Holland, rightfully so, but like people forget that Grealish is like an a hundred million dollar signing that they have as well. Facts. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with City because I feel like they have too many cooks in the kitchen where they'll dominate the Prem all year, but who is the eleven that they're gonna put out on Champions League nights? that is going to get them all the way through. Facts. It's, 
It 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 like Mares and Grealish and Foden and Holland. You can't play them all. And and what if one has an off night? Then it's going to be talked about for the rest of the season. Oh, you should have played him there. Like it's it's just it's never going to work out. Where and Holland, I think only had eight touches last game. Like that's kind of crazy. I know strikers the way he plays doesn't he doesn't need a lot of touches, but that's still not a lot of touches. Mm-hmm. That's a great stat to pull out. I think that Pep's going to, he realizes that he was shuffling around too much. And I think it's going to be, he's going to try and build an 11. And unfortunately, Riyad Mars is probably going to get booted out. It's going to be Grealish, Holland, Foden up top. And he's going to try and try and build some chemistry without the shuffling. He might do the shuffling in the midfield more. With yeah. De Bruyne, Gundogan, Bernardo, Rodri, and Calvin Phillips. Holy shit, they have a lot of people. Yeah, Calvin Phillips is a sneaky signing. Like, that's incredible depth, especially with how, like, injury-prone Gundogan is. Mm -hmm. They're so nasty. I think Mahrez is maybe my favorite player on that team. Man's just got that magician's wand of a lefty dude. That thing just is bending balls in. Pause. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just like Kulu, man's like Kulu, dude. Not like Kulu, like oh Ziyech. Nah, Ziyech, Ziyech wishes he could be Mares. Ziyech, Ziyech wishes he could be. It's the Walmart Mares. I think if we power rank the wands, it's Mares, Ziyech, Kulu. No nah. way. Dude. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm I I am not in on Ziyech. I've, I haven't hit him. Dude, his whole send him to Milan. United. No, to dude, Milan. So Oh, that would be sick. Is he I hope to so. Milan? That would be pretty dope. Milan are building something as well. AC Milan, that is. I mean, they yeah. won last year, so it's not like they really are coming from nothing. But, gentlemen, let's uh, let's turn the attention to uh, Manchester United. I mean, See? what's <laughs> happening, dude? Yeah, Ronaldo. This season. Yeah, bro. Some people are saying he's going to retire and just focus on the CR7 underwear. (laughs) (laughs) They got five new... You see that? They got five news stories right out of 100. Maybe the retirement one was right. So, did you guys see the Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher? Like, they both went back and forth and they looked at all of Man United signings and they ranked them as, like, green, amber, or red. And it was basically talking about, like, okay, which one of these players was, like, a a good player to get, which one was, like, didn't work out at all, and which one, like, kind of worked out. And it is ridiculous. So, ready? I'll list some of them. Green, they said Zlatan and Bruno to work out, right? In the red, I won't even look over the amber, right? Because in the amber, they have, like, Ronaldo, Cavani, Maguire, Fred, Matic, Sean, Herrera. Which, like, some of those people you could say, like, haven't worked out. Like, I'm not really sure if Luke Shaw's worked out or Harry Maguire. But there's uh, Merwin Fellaini, Juan Mata, Marcus Rojo, Di Maria, Blind, Depay, Schweinsteiger, uh, Matteo Darmian... Um, Anthony Martial, Eric Bailly, Henry, uh, or Henrik Mkhitaryan, Paul Pogba, Victor Lindelof, Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez, Diego Dalit, Daniel James, Aaron Wambasaka, Donny Van de Beek, Alex Telles, Jaden Sancho, Rafael Varane. 
all in red, dude. Like wow. that's so many players that they've just missed on. Like all those names are huge names and they haven't done a thing. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, that's just wild. You know, people want to blame the players, the owners, man, at this point, it's a combination of both. I mean, that club is in fucking shambles. Hearing that, it makes me most excited to watch, um, Pogba Juventus this season. Like he mm-hmm. was such a scapegoat at United, although he like didn't perform up to standard, like. Like, if you're putting Harry Maguire in the amber and putting Pogba in the red after winning, like, a Europa League, like, I doubt that. Like, uh, I think Pogba's, like, I don't think he was a flop. Like, I don't think he was an insane flop. Yeah, he didn't pan out, but he still played, like, he made Premier League team of the season one year. Like, they came in second one year. Like, he performed pretty well, but, like, obviously not, like, throughout an entire season. But I think he'll prove it in Italy this year. Obviously, it'll be a lot easier. But he apparently t- like didn't tear his meniscus, but he's out for three months, which is annoying. Oh, really? That's yeah. oh, but he's shit. not. But he's not getting surgery, so he can play in the World Cup. I think, which is oh, we're... cool. But what I was gonna say is, it's just insane that each manager is just shoveling the same guys out into the starting eleven. Like we're yeah. seeing McFred. Week in and week out. <laughs> I literally, I, I, I see the United lineup and I immediately just refresh Twitter and I just type in United and it's just like McFred, McFred, McFred. And it's just so funny. I highly advise next Sunday to, or Monday to just look on Twitter. I All of Manchester goes nuts over McFred. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, bro. Especially when like, you see people like, why Why are they buying these players outside the Prem? I'll never understand that, bro. I understand going to other leagues, buying other world-class players, 100%. But, bro, mix in a little Premier League in that team, right? Like, you got Basuma. We picked up Basuma from Brighton Baller. He would be perfect in that team. You look at Calvin Phillips, perfect in that team, right? There's so many people that they could do, like... I think uh, Ndidi from Leicester would be a sick signing for them. Um, But it's like, dude, now you look at it and it's like Rabio is not coming. I don't think Arnautovic (laughs) is coming. It's like, dude, these are absolute mids players who are like rejecting United. It's wild. It is peak for them. Yeah, but it's it's such an it's such an enigma. um, People leaving or the people rejecting it. Sorry, Mike. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say it's I wish I had the answer. It's terrible. Like, um, I thought Rafael Varane was up there with the top three center backs in the world when he made the move. He just won. He came off winning four out of five Champions Leagues, and he was so bad. He's just so injury-prone, too. Yeah. But there's such big names that have just flopped. I mean, the same could be said about Chelsea's signings, but it's just maybe it's the press. It's the pressure. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like that, like where it's like, I honestly think no one wants to go there. I think like when you look at like, I think that you're right, like Mike, it's like the press, like you're, it, it's like the chances of success going to United are so slim. Like, like you, you literally have to go there and turn around the biggest club in the world. Like, I don't know anyone that's going to want to do that in England. Like, 
you're so much better off like staying at your team in England, like with less pressure and like waiting for like a better move or like something like that. So I honestly think that no one wants to go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's wild though. I think at the same time though, like United is like the biggest club in England. So I think they'll always have that sense of pull, but um, now let's get into uh, a little something I wanted to bring up here. You know, Tiago injured. Robert, uh, Roberto Firmino, injured. Jota, injured. Konate, injured. Joel Matip, injured. And Darwin Nunez banned for the next game. I might put a hot take and take in United Moneyline. They're at Old Trafford. Ooh. You know, they have a lot to play for right now. Everybody's rooting against them. They got their backs up against the wall. You know, obviously it's a huge game, right? The rivalry between United and Liverpool is like unmatched. But dude, Liverpool are coming in weak. And I mean, United are too, but I feel like people aren't understanding that like Liverpool have tied their last two games and they have all these injuries. Like who's going to score goals for them, right? Salah, yeah. Who else, right? Like there is nobody else. So for me, I'm I'm heavily thinking of just putting in a sneaky bet or a potential sneaky parlay with Man United uh, money line for that. What's the line? Do you mind checking that? It's plus three ninety five. Wow. Four nil in the preseason. Yeah, facts. It's got a channel preseason. Exactly. Um, and like just moving over to that too. Just because we've focused primarily when it comes to um, like last week games on Chelsea and Tottenham, um, obviously we wanted to go over some games like United. We had to go over. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> wild. But we should definitely take a look into uh, into this coming game week. I mean, Jimbo, I'd love to hear your take. We got Wolves on the early game. I I don't really get why people hate the early game i fucking love it you start off your saturday 7 30 in the morning watching some soccer tottenham versus wolves what do you think so i'm gonna disagree with you i think the early game is horrible because (laughs) (laughs) because it already is setting myself up to think about what i'm gonna do friday night to get ready for the saturday game which means that maybe i would cut my night short but like what if i'm having the best time of my life (laughs) <laughs> what if it's an osprey night right what if see, it's see, night see these are the things you have to think about nick um <laughs> but i think spurs always play wolves weird it's so annoying mm-hmm. it's always defensive from their part and we always sneak a header i feel like uh in the last 10 minutes uh, I haven't watched any of Wolves, and I've listened to this pod, and I know you guys are not Wolves guys, and I'm not a Wolves guy, so I can we could just I think we could breeze right over this one. I hope Spurs get a result, but I don't know because they might just park the bus and we might be screwed. Yeah, no, I I feel you. I think um, all the energy, all the fucking anger, all of like the stuff that like I loved last game. Um, just with the response, the old Tottenham, like, and the old managers we had, we would have just rolled over and got destroyed at Stamford Bridge. So, yes. like, that energy, that fiery kind of aspect, I love that. Dude, it's at home, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. 
I never really like to make too bold of a prediction. I think we're going to destroy them. Um, I think it'll be jumping over there. But at the same time, you're right, Jim. I hate Wolves so much, and I hate how they play against us and how we play against them. So it should be pretty interesting for sure. I do think that it should be the coming out game where they just kind of play really well, and it shows that they can be a title contender. And I'll take Mike's words out of his mouth, but... I do think that if Spurs can get results from the big six, I think we could put ourselves in that place. I know city is very good, but look at the two results against city last year, two wins. So, right. Exactly. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. It's like, we've already had that tough game of going to Stamford bridge and we got a result out of it. So now it's like, we got to, we got to piece together some of these wins, right? Whether it's wolves or Brighton, right? Southampton, Crystal Palace, teams that are just difficult to play against, like historically for big clubs, like we got to get results in. So I'm excited for it. Um, Which is why I think the depth will help because we have so much off the bench. I mean, we haven't even started any of our new signings. So kind of mixing those guys in, in those off games against a Brighton or a Southampton might help us with a different look, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. I would love to see um, like Richarlison start. I don't know how he gets the start. Like, I don't know who he starts over. I know you mentioned Sun, but that would be sick if he started the game. It would just be cool. Yeah. Like, I, or Basuma, man. I'm such a big Basuma guy. So I want to see him start soon, too. But we got Hoy, Hoy, uh, like Hoybier, Hoy Buskets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so solid. So I would hate to see him go. Uh, but I would love to watch him leave, uh, because, because <laughs> <laughs> we got, because we got Bentacor and all those, uh, Basuma. So it's, we'll see. I'm interested to see how it goes going forward. And I mean, there's still other signings that they're looking at. So I'm, yeah, I'm fingers crossed. hundred percent. Um, next game we can quickly skip over. We got Everton <laughs> versus Nottingham forest, dude. Frank Lampard's going to get sacked before the World Cup. Um, you heard it here. Um, that game is just going to be awful. Um, so, I don't know. Does anyone need to say anything about that going once? I think Delhi just Shut got up. signed by somebody. <laughs> Delhi, cool. yeah. De- Del- I think yeah, Delhi's yeah. going to uh, Turkey. And Tottenham get a fee for him, too, Jim. I don't know if you know that. We get 20 or 25% of the fee because uh, it's in his contract, which is wild. Like, no, I think we have to pay it because he didn't No, because he didn't make 20 appearances at Everton. Oh, shit. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really sad. That's a Spurs move. I love love Dell. Dude, shut up, bro. Man signed a $100 million loan for Lukaku last season. Uh, (laughs) Leicester versus Southampton. That's actually a great game. Um and Lester been No, it's bad. not. Lester been pretty bad that thus far, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm not I, I agree with I think Jimbo was that you that said that like I am yeah. this game. Southampton stinks. Oh, dude, I thought they played well against Leeds. Um It's Leeds. Leeds. <laughs> it's yeah. Leeds. Yeah, still, but they were down 2 nothing and then they came oh, back. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, I guess so. And, dude, they have some ballers. Like, let's not get it twisted. Kyle Walker-Peters, shout out. Um, James Ward-Prowse. So, 
They got some ballers, but their goalie week one looked like he had never (laughs) played before. Have you seen Lester's goalie? Have you seen Lester's new goalie? Oh, oh my God, bro. He looks like a fan. Like they just took a fan. They're like, hey, come on in, bud. Like, give it a run, dude. It's like, you know, in hockey, when like the like the two goalies get injured, they have like a designated stadium goalkeeper. (laughs) Like, that's literally what that guy was like. Yeah, that's such a bad look, like like losing Schmeichel. Oh, wait. So what happened with Schmeichel, though? I think he just sort of like knew that the ship was sinking and like it was his last chance for like to get like a move where he get he could actually get a good contract did he, he go probably somewhere? like yeah he went to uh i think nice like nice oh, in france really? i mean so what a... like he wants to like go somewhere else like nice is a pretty cool place to go yeah i mean you could just end your career in the south of france sounds pretty nice <laughs> to me i mean what age is schmeichel though like 30 something 33 maybe or something like that 34 yeah i just saw that damn that's that's actually like sad because that's a dude who could easily play he has another couple years goalkeepers are like timeless but um drum legend yeah easily a hundred percent same with mares same with vardy same with fucking um uh, Wes Morgan, all those guys are Prem legends just because what they, what they did in the 2016-17 season. The season that Tottenham should have won the league, man. Um, oh, yeah, Battle of the Bridge Part 1 where Ed yeah. Hazard put you guys in the grave. Dude, yeah. That is, that's why it was wild that you said that Tottenham usually play better. We get destroyed. We get speedy eefed at Stamford Bridge, dude. Yeah, dude, uh, they said Alonso's stat. I think it was like you guys hadn't scored in like multiple years at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Like it's before fun. the game. We never show up at Stamford Bridge. It's like always terrible. I'm pretty sure I remember us getting absolutely whooped at Stamford Bridge watching the game with you. I think it was 2 0. Oh, yeah. It was the terrible. The, no, that was at the, it was at the Spurs game. It was the Willian, uh, the Willian Masterclass. Really? Like uh, where he scored like the the bending goal off the corner oh. and then the penalty. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Moving forward, though. Moving forward. Um. This is an interesting one. Fulham versus Brentford. That's a fun one to watch at ten. Both of those teams are exciting. It's at Craven Thanks. Cottage. Um. Yeah. Let me see what the over in that is. Excited to see that Metro isn't like just doing his usual self and like not caring when he gets back to the prem. Like, it's nice to see he actually like cares this time. <laughs> We're so <laughs> like, wrong about that. I know. Well, like in all the last couple times he's come back up, he's just like, yeah, I don't really care about playing in the prem. Like, I'll just go back to into the championship and win the golden boot and then come back up. <laughs> over two and a half is the over for that. I'm totally taking it. Um, yeah, facts. Next one, Palace Villa. Another exciting game. Um, I mean, like, Palace have a team that, like, obviously just competes almost every single game. Like, uh, obviously coming off that tie with Liverpool is pretty crazy. Did did you guys, did anyone watch that game? No. Or no, I, that was no. Monday, wasn't it? It was yeah. Monday, yeah. Yeah, I watched the uh, the end of it in the office. Um, I watched like the last like five minutes. 
Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy. Like they almost came back, but like Liverpool played better when they went down a man, which was crazy. Like, like it obviously is like not a good look for Darwin Nunes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that was so stupid. I saw like the uh, the replays of it. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Um. But yeah, I I would say I, I would take Crystal Palace with that game. It's at home for them too. Facts. I have cool. to get, hit you guys with a little fact that Stevie G needs to go. And he's winning at a 35% clip. That is not good enough to be a manager in the Prem. No. They've also invested so much money into that team with like really high-quality players. Yes, it's not, it's not an old it's villa. A really it's, a, it's a really good villa that is playing Long really Bailey. bad. Like Danny Ings, like Coutinho, like their uh, McGinn, Douglas Louise, Tyron Mings. Um, do they have Digne too? Or yeah, he, he yeah. got Digne, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Like that team is good. Martinez, they, they they really got it. Like they were comparing him and Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard is definitely a better manager than Steven Gerrard. But, dude, both of them are terrible. You can compare. You can put both of them together. Dude, the, no, dude. The Everton squad is. If you compare the Everton squad to the Aston Villa squad, the Everton squad is awful. Like, but what's to. the difference, dude? They both have spent basically the same. Yeah, amount but that's after. No, no, not when Lampard was there, dude. They did like so much of their spending before Lampard got there. Dude, I was uh, listening to uh, a podcast and it's crazy to think about how downhill Everton have went dude with like um who Ancelotti like leaving and now they're like James Rodriguez wild they gotta um, keep Anthony Gordon I don't really want him at Chelsea like it came out today that he wants to leave for Chelsea but I really think he should just stay at Everton and like kind of like be like the revival there like yeah. he, I think he's from Everton too. Like I don't know. There's no reason to leave. Yeah, I don't want uh, to Chelsea. No, and Chelsea were about to pay a bag for him, as per usual. Um, but yeah, next game, Bournemouth Arsenal. I mean, seems like it's probably just Arsenal running away with it. Arsenal. Dude, yeah, Arsenal look nice. Very nice. I think Martinelli, Arsenal. Jesus. I think Arsenal are going to start playing. I, in the years past, they kind of dabbled and not really beat the teams they were supposed to beat. I think they're just going to handle everyone that they're supposed to beat. Yeah. I, did, I disagree with this one. Whoa. I think Arsenal are about to show true Arsenal colors this week. Oh. <laughs> Bournemouth is a bogey team. Hey, do, tell, beat, do tell, Mike. Bournemouth, Bournemouth smacked someone week one. 2-0. Was it Villa? I, I guess we just harped on how bad Villa are managed, but... I think Bournemouth at home, it's the beginning of Arsenal. Like, don't get too comfortable. Arsenal. So that's the thing that people said. Like, people memed Arsenal for this exact reason. Last year, they were talking so much, bro. I already see it in the comments, dude. I see comments on the Premier League Instagram about these guys saying that we're going to win the league. What are you smoking, dude? Like, they said the same <laughs> stuff last year. They were like, they were like, remember that meme? The guy, the be- the best, uh, the best young team in the Premier League. We got the best young team in the world, mate. Dude, <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, the the like, they started the same. They they're doing the same thing they did last year. They started so hot. 
Now, I think it's way different, right? Like, they have a nasty team, and they're going to do well. But I'm just telling you, like, I agree with you, Mike. They they slip up a little bit. Like, that old Arsenal can start creeping in. I got to start watching their uh, documentary. But, oh, um, it's so good. I've watched, all <laughs> you, I've watched all of it, dude. It's so good. Okay, I'm going to watch it. The Spurs one was great, too, even though they were fucking terrible. I think, they're, I think they're taking a season off this year, and... Um, they're looking to do Newcastle for the next year. Wow, I would love that, especially with like Newcastle getting an influx of money probably coming in too. Yeah, that's why definitely. All right, let's would, uh, let's get moving on to. Uh, or was someone going to say something? Sorry, I was just going to say that I saw the tweets that uh, all or nothing made you want to like buy in and like Arsenal. So I'm kind of steering clear for a little while. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna let the dust blow over. Uh, our roommate Chris is an Arsenal fan, and he's been he's been Shout saying that Chris, it's good. Man. Shout out Chris, Shout out Chris, man. Shout out Chris. No, um, I agree. It does it does shed a lot more light on the club and show a lot more human side to the players, especially considering how much abuse that they get. So that's like I think that's a really good aspect of it, where it might improve their fan base a lot, where their mm-hmm. fan base is a lot less reactive and like treats their players like actual human beings. Um, but like um, it, it's been really good so far. And then we're yeah. gonna rapid fire here. West Ham Brighton. Um, I feel like that's a game where probably West Ham. I mean, it's at home. Um, maybe bet the over on that one. I can look at that while I'm doing the next one, which is Newcastle City. And Newcastle City, I feel like Man City's just gonna destroy them. Um, but the over in the Brighton and West Ham game is over two and a half, and the same thing over two and a half in the the Newcastle City. Really? Um, For the yeah, City I think, game? Yeah, I think I'm going to do I the think over. You got to take the, the over. Yeah. What's the over under in the Leeds Chelsea? Leeds Chelsea was the next one I was going to get to because I wanted to hear both of you guys' opinion on it. Mike, you want? I think it's going to be five 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 nil route. Damn. Yeah, Jesse Marsh's, or shall I say, uh, Ted Lasso's last game in charge. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, hey, I think Chelsea. S- is you a Ted Lasso guy, Jimmy? Yeah, don't say anything bad about my guy, Jesse Marsh. He's trying his best. <laughs> He's trying his best. Fight. We, we will fight and win. Fight. <laughs> um, over two and a half. And the spread on it, which I feel like is a little nice enticing. Is um no the spread like the spread not the money line the oh, spread no, 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 no. is minus one and a half and it's plus one forty. Yeah. Oh so my god! You, do you guys think that Chelsea are gonna like win by more than two for them? Yeah, Chelsea yeah. and the over. I never bet on games until the lineups come out, but like at the start of the season where like everyone's like like th- like your third game is like you're hitting like a pretty good match fitness like so i think like the the players will really be firing in all cylinders like mm-hmm. it just it's just a matter of who fills in for conte and how well that person gels if it's not mateo kovacic and it's someone that's never played in the team it might be difficult but i do have a lot of faith in people like um like mike was saying connor gallagher or loftus cheek or it would be nice to see Gallagher get a run in that team, man. He deserves it. I really wish he stayed at Crystal Palace, to be honest, um, just so he could get more playing time. But we'll see, right? Um, and then finally, I just want to add. I just want to add Havertz Hatrick. Ooh, Havertz Hatrick. Okay. Um, I also want to add something. 
It's Please. not too late for Kai Havertz to go back to grad school. <laughs> Get out of here. Disrespectful. I'm such a good, I'm such a Kai Havertz guy. Kai Havertz is such a bomb dude. Um, bomb. <laughs> bomb. Bomb. All right, let's, uh, let's run through this main night Liverpool game. Yeah, I mean, you heard my take. I feel like I'm going to bet United low-key. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that the win-loss, like, risk-like analysis, like, is heavy in the May United's favor to get at least one game under their belt. Mike, what do you just Jim? think, Jimmy and Mike? I, um, I hate to say it, but I think Liverpool are going to win. I think Liverpool, as you guys said on episode one, hot take, the beginning of the end. Klopp's going to get them to win some games, but they're they're going to start um, finishing in third, fourth, fifth, maybe fifth this year. But I think they're going to beat United this week. Give me the old Liverpool back, man. I would love. To. <laughs> I know. Don't wouldn't we all? The recruitment I'm sick strategy of, is way too good. I'm sick of Klopp. I so used to facts. be. Once he leaves, we're, we'll be chilling. I, I used to be a fan when he was with Dortmund. And he was saying that he was taking the boys out for drinks after wins and stuff like that. And now all he does is complain about oh, everything. Yes. Everything. Like the pitch being dry, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. We, we mustn't forget it's been raining. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be dry? <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, like literally. It wasn't quick enough for the passes. Like, sorry, dude. All right, word. I feel like that's a good place to call it. Um, it's been a pleasure having Jimmy and Mike on. Thank you guys both. Thank um, you, boys. How was your experience, guys? Did you enjoy it? Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be here. Jimmy, you want to uh, plug your uh, your blog? <laughs> yes, um, I have a blog. It's called Enough to Break the Ice, and I post whenever I want. So I don't know when you guys are going to see another blog, but it happens Usually once a week. Um, and yeah. it's just uh, witty fun. I usually make fun of myself. The next blog is actually going to be talking about... Uh... I actually don't know. <laughs> I had one. It's top secret. It's top secret. <laughs> I was writing Jimmy's about actually... that. was a cliffhanger. That was a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, word. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure to check out the website. Um, will we post like some articles there here and there we've only posted two so far we're we're in the works of some bigger ones but um yeah just keep an eye on the the instagram hit us up if you've got any hot takes or some predictions this weekend or some nice parlays but other than that i think that's been that's been it hey and hit us up if you want to be involved in a specific team episode but I'm hearing some murmurs that the next episode may be on United. So stay tuned. But until next episode, thank you so much, Jimmy and Mike. Shout out. Yeah, thank you, guys. Peace, guys.